This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. ASMR podcast. Go, Teo. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, the drumming was drumming? nice on the side. Yeah. It's a nice touch. Does it? Do you get like a surround sound? A little I bit. Think. Is that how this works? I don't know. I love this. <laughs> I wanted some rubbing action, though. Oh, I like that one. That one's good. I don't like the, I don't like the uh, tapping. Tapping makes me uncomfortable. Noted. Tyler likes rubbing, not tapping. Welcome to the Infinite Monkeys podcast. Uh, this is uh, episode 036. Is that right? 36? Yeah. Six squared? Numbers are, just a const- numbers are just a construct of human um, sequencing. Just... Go with the flow, man. Oh, that was a tautology. <laughs> numbers are a construct of sequencing. What is sequencing? Sequencing is derived from the natural numbers. I'm on to you. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but I guess that's also kind of your point. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Infinite Monkeys podcast. This is episode 036, aka 6 squared. Um... And today, uh, I today and every other day, I am Teo Gady, and joining me is uh, Gunnar Reese Leitner and Tyler. What is your middle name, Tyler? Joseph. Joseph. Alan. Joseph? Okay. It's, Actually, it's uh, Jay. Yeah. It's Jay. Tyler Jay. Right. Jay is soft. I eat Joseph. I'll, I'll, uh, quick story. That's the first time I've ever been <laughs> honest to answer that question. My really? go, my my go to is Jerome. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Gonna read Sleitner and uh, Tyler Jerome uh, Wenzel. And so, how how is everybody doing today? I am a human being, and I am interested in how you guys are doing because that's what human beings do. So, Gunner, how are you today? I'm actually really good. I thought I'd be more tired because yeah. this is. It's 9.30 a.m., folks. We wake up early to deliver you this good. Um, yeah, no, I'm doing really well. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Tyler, Excellent. how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I have a similar similar sort of response. It's a beautiful day. Um, it is early. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm indoors. 
Tyler, how are you? I was going to try to think of something witty this entire time. <laughs> and then Gunner got me on this beautiful day thing. And then I just said, yeah. Yeah, it is Gunner. I'm staring right up. I'm staring right in line. He laid that track. We're all falling into it. How's the, how's the weather today, guys? The weather is great. It's, it's sunny. Day. It's sunny with oh a um, temperature high of 12. It's currently zero degrees outside and has a low of two. Don't ask me how that works, Apple Watch. Nice. It's what? Cold. Wow. It's got a... It's currently zero degrees. There's a high hmm. of 12 and a low of two. Well, I guess they should update right their lows. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds a bit pessimistic. By the way, Apple downloads those stats from the Weather Network, so Weather Network, get on your shit. Maybe, I don't know. I, I'm trying to explain it, but I don't even want to bother. Oh, okay. I actually have something to talk about. Um, like, 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 not talk about in terms of like the podcast, but like, talk about my day. So I'm, wa- <laughs> I'm, I'm currently waiting for a package, okay? Whoa. I'm waiting for a package. I bought a book for once in my life. Nice. And what, what else do you do? Like, do, what, do you just not buy books? I I don't do you buy. Just bo- find them on the street. I well, I don't I don't book at all. I exclusively listen to audio books because that's, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's the type of human I am. Um, nice, nice. And but there's apparently one book that got me really, really intrigued um, because it's it. Someone pitched it to, pitched it to me as this. It is a book that physically can never be an audiobook based on how it's written. That's fun. The genres of the book are horror, thriller, romance. So it's just too exciting to, to be read aloud? It's a lot of screaming. The, they, That's how I imagine. <laughs> With the horror romance aspects. Just so screaming just wouldn't and sex. Wouldn't translate well to the... yeah. Sex screams, murder screams, murder screams, yeah. <laughs> roller coasters. <laughs> and then the thing that intrigues so it sounds like a very high flutant uh, read there. Oh, you don't even you, you don't even understand. So the other like the other thing is they 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 were like it's also one of those books that just it's 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 entirely designed to mess with your mind. It's not a choose your own adventure. Do these ever end? It's here. Here's the thing. It's not a choose your own adventure, but everyone gets a different story by reading the book, based on how they interpret it. Screams are very easy to misinterpret. <laughs> and then, and then I, th- and, and my my assumption is that the book isn't written linearly and it's not written um like um north american type so it's not like top left to bottom right so i'm a mat so what i'm what i imagine is that this book (laughs) just has paragraphs in completely random directions the entire time and the order of which you read the paragraphs and like stuff is the way that the book comes across that's so you got like, no sense. So it's non-linear. So like, at the beginning of the page, maybe you read one word, and that 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 yeah. that's that's what you're supposed to do. And then afterwards, you have to read two words, then three words, yeah, and four words. Uh, so you have to like wrap 
many words together I, at the same time. So it's I, like a quadratic. I have no idea. Everyone just said, I can't say, everyone just said, <laughs> I can't say more. Just read the book. And I've it never, like I've <laughs> never heard of this book ever, but it's got like a, I think it was like 20,000 five-star ratings on Amazon. It sounds, it sounds like a huge gimmick. Like it just it like, sounds like a huge gimmick. It's like, hey, I don't know how to sell a book. Let's just make it like random and just like you know free flowing, man. The so kids will love that. So I'll read the book. Like Postmodernist thing. Here, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> deconstruct a, the book, man. It's written in 2003. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah I will. I will. Uh, I'll read the book. I'll get back to you guys. And if it's good, I won't say anything. But I'll just hand you the book. If it's actually good, I, I'll hand it to Teo first. I don't think Gunner reads. Oh, it's not a not slight. Really. It's not a slight on you, Gunner. I just know you work like eighty hours a week. Uh, yeah, I, I don't read. Good I haven't read. Oh, what did I read last? Actually, I read something a couple months ago. I Can't you remember. Book. Oh, bees. I read a book about bees. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I do read. Yeah, you read textbooks clearly. <laughs> That, that reminds me of our previous podcast, maybe last episode of the one previous, where Gunnar taught us a lot about bees. Yeah. Very informative. That was from that book I read. <laughs> Tyler, when you when you uh, lend me this book, could I also borrow your notes? Because I assume that uh, you'll have to evaluate a lot of math reading this nonlinear book. Uh, there might be a lot of algebra involved, yes good thank you but no i won't i won't give you the i won't give you the notes you're the mathematics expert mm -hmm. okay it's true you know how to put circles that are triangles onto spheres <laughs> spheres right. spheres yeah on euclidean geometry one of my favorite that past will be a future podcast one Sorry? of my one of my favorite pastimes is mis enunciating words it's like you're not mispronouncing them, but you're just misenunciating, which drives everyone insane. <laughs> I also do that. I'm happy that you, you do that as well. <laughs> this is probably it, why we're friends. Yeah. It trips people, trips people up, trip me up. I, I, I like wasn't, I, once you mispronounce the word, I just forgot what you were saying. <laughs> it's, yeah. All right. So. Uh, it's been a little while since we've talked about creativity. Has and it been? <laughs> I think so. Well, I mean, maybe not like outside of the podcast, but as like a creative or uh, yeah, as a, creativity being like a podcast topic. I think it's been, it's been a few episodes, like five or eight or something. I don't know about you, but I choose my words like an art form. I'm being creative every <laughs> podcast. That's fair. That that is that is a reasonable statement. But I think it's been a little while since like we've explicitly talked about what creativity is and you know various aspects of it and art in general. And so that's that's kind of how I've been feeling. I've been feeling interested in creativity and art, and so I thought I'd uh, bring it up again. <laughs> Hopefully, we can uh, talk about new things. Um, and. The thing that has been striking me recently, I've been playing a lot of music, and I'm really into improvisation and uh, all that. And it got me thinking about the difference between improvisation and like planned art creation, you know, 
where there's no time constraint and you're just like building this sculpture um, as opposed to time constraint art where you know it's you, you just make and um, you have to make decisions um, in the moment and then the moment's passed uh, and so that that's that's one thing I want to I'd like to talk about and the, the other thing is uh, the difference between or I kind of like to start here because this is this is this is something that like just is eternally fascinating to me is um, when when you're creating or when you're just like speaking in a podcast, um, you're like th th there's this sequence of decision making that just automatically happens in our minds, and it's not at all clear to me that we have any control over that. Yet once it happens we just identify with it and we're like, yeah, I created that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? The first part did. The second part I might need to wrap my head around a little bit longer. Okay. Like, I, for instance, uh, as I'm talking, I'm not like making up like... <laughs> Like um, when you're thinking about it now, it fucks with you because now you're thinking about having to make the decisions of which words to use, right? Yeah. But I think he's like, what you mean is like, how do you like string just fluid sentences together and and not like fuck up constantly, right? Guys, I stutter. that happen? I, I so I stutter. I fuck up constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think maybe before the actual speaking, there's that part in your head that just decides, hey, I'm going to chime in. I'm going to say something. And that that's like, that's just a spontaneous thing. Like, you don't think, okay, three seconds, I'm going to spontaneously decide to just like start talking, you know? And, well, I th and, and then that engages this, the, the speaking events. I, I think that they, because they, this is like almost like, determinism at this point because right. <laughs> i think that they're like uh you make the decision to do something like five seconds before you become aware that you're going to do that thing right, right. and so yeah. all of these gears start cranking in your head unbeknownst to you and then when you spit it out it seems like it's a you know novel fluid creation but i right. think what's the novel fluid creation is just what's coming to your consciousness there's probably this back orchestra that's been training all your life to intuitively <laughs> be able to do that and it's constantly cranking out like this wordpress of information and and just whatever it might not even be information it might be like uh keys on a piano or or a, yeah like you're playing a guitar or something like that and eventually it becomes fluid and you just kind of can do it. I think because you have that that back orchestra of all of these gears that are working, and then they kind of push it to the forefront of your mind, and then you become conscious of it at the same time that you spit it out. And you think that it's very <laughs> clever because yeah. it's like you have two, two minds, right? The unconscious and the conscious mind. So I think yeah, that yeah. might be some explanation of it i think the the thing that is really funny to me is that you put it beautifully that there's this background orchestra there's this whole complex system going on that we aren't really aware of or you know we can sort of study you know biologically i guess um and then 
all that, all that, you know, complexity, you know, makes us start saying things and maybe we stutter and we just, <laughs> you know, you know it, it, it reveals like this string of expressions, verbal expressions and gesticulations. And then in aggregate, they form a personality and that's us, you know, so it's like we have a very tip of the iceberg sense of identity. <laughs> that's just really silly to me. And I, I, think, I think that's what I meant by the second part, Tyler, just the, the, that sort of post hoc rationalization of our personalities. And I, yeah. I, I, one of the, one of the things you had, you said just there really spoke to me only uh, specifically the part where you said that we only actually are self-aware of the tip of our own identity. And that just baffles me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think as we, because we have that one podcast, I think it was episode 25, where we talk about who am I? I? I think that that statement is true and should not be baffling if you think about it. Okay. The The statement that episode 25 is who am I? This episode 25 is all about who baffling. am I? It's about okay. what what is your identity? And uh, the, I would be, it, it, it involves a lot of self-reflection that a lot of people do not do to actually understand who you are. Because essentially, if you are unable to create your own D&D character sheet about yourself with all your traits, your strengths, your weaknesses, your charisma score, your strength score, yeah. your ability modifier... <laughs> your your skill chart rankings if you can't do that without any sort of like three hour four hour 25 day thought process you don't know who you are it's it's tricky though because we have to do it in a very like limited empirical way you know we have to like run experiments of our lives you do like, oh well you know made these sorts of decisions and i guess that sort of you know that gives me this data set that i'm i don't know introverted or something you know and <coughs> it's I, I i guess the 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 tricky thing for me is that you know it's very easy to make a theory it's very easy to be like just look at a few data points and be like, oh well it's probably all this i must be this way da, 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 da. um economics works this way biology works this way physics works this, works, this, works this way people there are only two kinds of people in this world people who do this people who do that you know it's very easy to make a theory yeah and it's very difficult to do i guess that's i guess that, that's it, one thing. It, 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 it is super difficult and it, and it does it, it does involve you trying to sit there and, and and train that muscle one thing uh i don't i don't want to go too far down this hole unless we find this interesting yeah. but I, I i will just find add this one piece which i find interesting and that's the idea that when most people start making their self character sheet per se they will often, as you said, they will start base, based on the ideas that they can think of right then and there. They will give themselves certain traits um, or certain mm. charismatic qualities. I, and then I, and then I stare at them, and I say, "Yes, 
I think you do have that quality, but you have all these other qualities that give you that subtract points from that quality. So for example, if you were someone who is, um, so, so like it, it almost is like the RPG of life because it, uh, just the best, the quickest example I can think of is if you are someone who you think is very charismatic, okay, I'm charismatic, people like me, okay, that means that I'm good at talking, okay, um, however, you are also have this quality of being, say, a, a someone who can be walked upon, uh, pushover or something. <laughs> well, what does that do? It In the context of any negotiation type talk that is not purely social, you now have negative 15 points to your ability to be charismatic or your ability to convince people of things. So it's complex. It's very, very complex. And, and, yeah. and, and so the thing is, is I, High dimensional. It, very high dimensional. And so it's, you have to kind of think, it's like, yes, I have all these qualities. And you, and you usually think of them in the context of an environment. But essentially, you should have a stack of like 700 cards that basically be like, <laughs> plus one here, minus one here, plus five here, minus five here. So it's like, these are my base stats, but here's are all my conditionals. Right. And they're all day dependent and time dependent <laughs> and all of these other things. People are very temperamental little creatures. That's without a doubt. But like, yeah. I wonder, like, if you only give someone like three hours to come up with a, a sheet of who they think that they are, like, they would come up with a very basic amount of stuff, and it would look on the surface like they probably aren't very self-aware and nor self-reflective. Right. But if you were to give them like, say, three five years you'd probably come up with some maybe more realistic picture of who a person is, I guess. Unless they procrastinated. Yeah. <laughs> and then waited until the last three hours. Like, oh shit. <laughs> All I say, listen to, listen to the first TNT podcast, episode 25. It's, it's very interesting. That was fun. Explosions are fun. We need, we need a second TNT podcast. That'd be fun. We need more explosions in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean like like try try natural toluene, and I and, and I mean without yeah. gunnery because <laughs> gunnery doesn't oh, get explosions. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I don't get it. I don't get the explosions. I am the explosion. This is true. This is true. That's all bombastic yeah. and shit. <laughs> so, uh, bringing it back to the the creativity space. Um, seems like you know when when we're when we're making art you know we're, we're constantly making these decisions and th there's these the, these i these spontaneous ideas just sort of come up and that's that seems to be where all the create creative motive force comes from you know just that the, the, the spontaneous ideas and then the decisions that result from them and then afterwards it's just like technique and like oh you know, put, paint paint the page or um write you know organize the words in the page or whatever um so, so there's it seems to be this distinction that i you know i, I just sort of uh very very quickly called abstract creation and concrete realization that's very you know wordy verbose but um 
what do you what do you think about uh those uh those distinctions there <laughs> or sorry that... say them again concrete <laughs> sorry creation uh, well, uh abstract creation so it's like what happens in your mind so the ideas just sort of happen spontaneously and then uh the other part is the just like the actual concrete realization so you have Ideas so like into technique and stuff. actually physically making a thing yeah sorry I, c I could have defined those terms instead of just like <laughs> anyways just toss them out yeah um <laughs> well one one's a prerequisite of the other isn't it right like yeah. without the, the abstract creation process you can't have that concrete right. realization right yeah because um, if you if you can't like what yes uh, <laughs> you can you can create something concrete without being a, like there are many people who can who can who lack the ability to improvise hmm. something but they can either a replicate something great but oh. like there's still that abstraction process there's still that planning process right there, like, there, that's kind of there, what i mean there is like like when i der derivation by definition has to be abstraction so yes there is to make to make something that isn't an exact replica is derivating from something that pre-exists to derive from something that pre-exists that has to be an abstraction, just how English works. Um, however, I do think that there is, if, 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 if I go away from the using the word abstract, um, I, I think if we just kind of bring it back to the idea of things can be spontaneous or things can be well right. thought out, you can be very good at doing something that's well thought out and be terrible at being spontaneous. Now, whether that's the speed at which you can think is a confounding variable, but I like so many people I know it's like, Oh, I heard this, you know, this really cool guitar riff here, or this really cool drum beat here. And I heard this really cool drum beat here. What am I going to do? I'm going to make a new song by putting these two drum beats together. Yay. Was I being spontaneous? No, I was just, putting two things together that pre-exist. I'm creating something that is very concrete and well thought out. And, you know, I might make some transitions in there to make the, the beat flow between one another really good. Um, but, you know, then you take someone who's just like riffing on a drum set, just random beats next to a saxophone, some smooth <coughs> jazz, and, you're, and, and they're doing something completely different. But yet they don't fuck up, which is impressive as hell to me. But, like... <sighs> can every can everyone who can play magnificently a pre-made thing be able to improvise as jazz no but to me like the act of improvisation is concrete realization because like it, you're just making like a tree falls in the forest argument just because you don't record it and like express it out as a track which someone would think is oh this is this great pre-thought of thing you know like it mm. you're getting to the same point like the act of doing the thing is the concrete realization, no matter how transient it might be. Even if only you heard this cool rift or whatever, 
you still made those vibrations out into the world and they actually vibrated stuff, matter, physical things within the planet. And that's the crazy thing. That's the concrete realization, especially with music. Um, and so like, like music's kind of unique in that aspect. It's like speech because of its transience. You can't like have transient painting, can you? Unless you just keep painting over it or like you're doing a poor painting on YouTube or something like that. Isn't so? I think that I was gonna say, isn't Banksy transient because his art only exists for a time span? It's temporal. Yeah, but people take pictures of it. So, like, is it transient? <laughs> because everyone has nine thousand pictures of Banksy's art, even the one that was shredded. Like, there's a million pictures of it, so it still is concrete, and in in it was realized. So, yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know the point that I'm trying to make, but I, I think that the act of improvisation on on musical instruments specifically is is an act of concrete realization. The abstract construction of it is occurring throughout the, the practice of learning these phrases and syllables within the musical harmony structure that properly like they sound good together and that they're appeasing to the ear and entertaining to listen to and that's kind of a cumulative process that you're that you're going through over your life i guess i think that's a yeah. part of it I feel, I, feel, I feel like there's another part that that's happening in the mind when you're music improvising at least at least for, for me i find a lot of it is to do with just making errors and then pretending that it was intentional <laughs> like, but you like know, you've you've figured some... out a way to make those sound good, right? Right. Okay. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like the the, the actual sound, like that I make, you know, sometimes it's an accident. Often it's an accident, or uh, so, so often it's like arbitrary, or I just, it's just sort of a feeling. Oh, I want to go here. And then I'll maybe like 95% of the time I go there and then 5% of the time, whoops, I went here instead. <laughs> and then I immediately try to like rationalize it and be like, oh, I meant to do that. So um, point is that it's unplanned. The way the... And, and not really practiced. Uh, maybe it is practiced to your point. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. I was just going to say the way, the way you guys are, uh, it's, it's funny when I have the, when we have these art creative discussions, because I feel like the more we talk about this, I just start to think of art and creativity as a contradiction of itself. Because I think like most people are like, uh, art is an expression of 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 who you are in in that moment it's just there to as your as your own existence and not like for some sort of capitalistic gain or something like that like you, you, there's there's no you're just doing it for you and then the more we talk about it, i'm just like man this is like some sort of prefabricated thing <laughs> An, an unconscious prefabricated creation based on skills that we've worked on for so long that we can 
spontaneously create, but we're not actually spontaneously creating. We're just so good at it and we've done it for so long that we can do it just extremely fast. We're basically like a factory belt of creation and we can just essentially sit there and just pump out these things and okay some people might be like oh i don't i don't pump out art i don't i it's 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 from it's from the heart and 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 it's 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 an expression of myself and i don't get anything from it and then you and then you start being and then i then i start thinking of like well what if i just be a total jerk in this uh, in, in this back and forth. And I just say, well, you posted it on social media. Like you're getting, you might not be getting monetary value because no one's, uh, donating to whatever donation link you have, but you know, you're getting your 30,000 likes you're get or 300 likes or four likes or whatever big your friend base is. Um, and then some people are like, well, I don't know. I don't post anything I do online. Well, it's like, well, you showed it to someone or you showed it to yourself. You're, you're, <laughs> You're, 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 you're just a factory of dopamine to yourself at the end of the day. There's no, there's no pure art anymore. <laughs> Everything has purpose. And yeah, I wonder about that. Like, what, like it is, it, can you actually create art that is, isn't making you feel fulfilled or good or making someone else feel fulfilled or good well, not, not or, or, or yeah or the opposite not yeah, necessarily good yeah, yeah. or the opposite yeah <laughs> or feel nothing like that's something just, too really well, right yeah like not all art means something to everybody yeah. right like some people look at a banksy and they're like oh, i feel nothing but that's a thing in itself like, that's honestly, the weird thing i i i look at some of of their stuff and i'm just like Oh yeah, like it's not super impressive until someone's like, "Oh, that's Banksy," and then you're like, "Oh, whoa, <laughs> Ooh, that child now means something." That's graffitied onto a wall. Like, I don't know. So it's yeah, it's totally possible, and and it's still creation and and art and everything. It's just so long as it's being put out into the world, I guess. I, I think we just have to think of art as an entertainment value because it's funny when you like like when I see when I see things where it's like oh look at this look at this graffiti image that means like there's a baby with a gas mask or something um, <laughs> you're I, I just kind of sit there and I stare at it and I'm like see but is that really art or are you see, or, 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 or or are you just like reappropriating news headlines using two very obvious Im, Im, imagery pieces together. So you're saying that a, a prerequisite for art to be art is that it has some proprietary value or well, I, entertainment quality? I wouldn't say entertainment. I, I th this, is, this is my weird thing. I think when most people think of art, that's how they want to define it. And they, and, and, but it's in, in every capacity, the, the, how most people think about art doesn't actually exist that way. It's, 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 it's all a derivative of something else. It's all been done before. And it's like a factory line of creation. But there's no system. There's no like art factory where like, well, you are I the mean, art factory. There, there are. You know, right. you, you, as an individual are the art factory. Yeah. As a, as an individual human being, you're, you're your own factory. 
I mean, and, and if you're in a and if you're in a, if you're in a jazz band, your jazz band's an art factory. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a larger factory. It's like a they have, it's like a warehouse. It's a, it's an art warehouse. <laughs> no, no, wait. I don't know. I don't know factories. I don't know what I'm talking about. Big factory. Something something I was thinking about um, uh, about about art here is that it seems very like. Oh, well, for me, art is 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 very much tied to human individuality, and like it's, it's sort of like art is uh, is like data of the human experiment. <laughs> so, like each individual is is a uh, is I guess a trial. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but um, and then. Uh, you know, every, every life is, is, is basically a trial and then each life consists of art. And, 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 and I would sort of, yeah. And, and, and so in, in that way, art is like, it's like an elementary unit. So it's sort of like prime numbers, you know, they can't be factored into anything other than, other than, than themselves or like, I mean, atoms can be broken down, but you know, like, like an elementary particle. And then these artistic elementary units sort of form the culture and history of humanity. I don't know. It's just a, just an idea. That was cool. No, that is a, that's a good way to do it because like, I think that if anyone wants to get like a good idea of like a historical era or something like that, like it, it would be really useful to go back and see what all of the art is like. And you'd probably be able to get, uh, like a good idea based on the like conglomerate of like oh all of this stuff was like this and and like that but i don't know sometimes you get like great great fires or something like that but does that does knock that knock out all their art weird uh weird thing though uh if you go and you say just uh you said you go look at all the art let's, let's just say you're a painter to make it an easy kind of visual you go to the louvre and um you go look at all the paintings from different histories and then and then you go and base your art off that experience is that art well yeah, I think so. yeah. like just because it's derivative doesn't mean that it's not i like the quality of it is subjective and and varies tremendously right and the value associated with the quality of the derivation but like yeah i think that it's still art just because something's derivative doesn't mean that it's not art man there's so many beats out there that sound the exact fucking same so many like rappers and stuff out there and they all sound the same they're all like na 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 like they all like kind of rap the same they all have the same flow and it's yeah, and and like all of these uh, hip hop beats, they all have that same like that hi hat. That's so like like the the quick little. So everything's derivative. It's just whatever's popular at the time and whatever is going to get you, you know, financial benefit. I feel is what people go after right but, now. But doesn't that doesn't and that still art? It's still art. It's still creation. Yeah. Do, doesn't that mean though that? literally everything is art 
essentially everything that people make, we could consider it to be art. Doesn't mean it's like good. even like even like a wooden bowl, like if if it's if it's something that you're using or something like that, like that's still like an art piece or like I don't know anything that you've ever used, like a fucking cell phone. God damn, that's a piece. Of, like that is a work of art. If you brought that back in time and just had it turned off, people would be like, "Wow, this is like a jewel or something." Like they would treat it preciously. I think so. Like just because we've grown accustomed to our fancy little things like i think essentially most stuff is art it's just yeah the quality the quality varies dramatically like food food is a, a art form right that's something that you just fucking eat is is there anything then that isn't art maybe that's an easier question poop poop can be art it can be art i don't know i've seen someone make art sculptures out of shit well you don't the thing is you you don't even really need to make a sculpture out of it it's physical objects plus human interaction art i I I think i think when it comes to copies you know i think there's an element of abstraction like if, if, if we all have the same phone exact same model you know it's like the the art isn't in each other's version of the smartphone it's in the design of the smartphone and so you know you could have a, a billion iphones or whatever the art is contained in the design it's not in each individual unit but is it not? so even though, could, even could you though, not customize it to then make it individualized sure then that would be a derivative or, work, and or, maybe most of the creativity, maybe most of the expression, comes or, from the original design. Or, or you, or you have, depending on you know the phone, you could essentially accidentally revolutionize something just based on your interpretation of how to you know put your icons or what to put on your phone, like those little, like and just an easy example. Little, yeah, people do the little pop socket thing, or like. They, which goes in the back of your phone, you hold it between your fingers. Um, or okay. like, um, I had no idea that's what those are called. Yeah, pop sockets. Uh, so you, you either have that, and someone did that, like, oh, that's great. Now everyone who takes a lot of Instagram boomerangs now does has those. Um, or or uh, there have been times when like I've I've seen my friends like back when smartphones first existed, they set their iPhone or their Android up in such a very specific way. And I'm like, holy shit, that's efficient. Like it was kind of an artwork of where they laid everything out and how they organized all their stuff. Like, I, th- I think there's a cool, uh, cool, cool thing about art is that art can become a medium and smartphones are definitely a medium. In that in that regard, so so there's like this hierarchy of derivative works, and you know, so yeah, smartphone in that case is a medium. But the like the re the reason why I'm kind of why I really want to know what isn't art is because like it just kind of sounds like it's it's uh, art. You know, some people try to make like very fancy things like art has no value. It's just cre- it's pointless creation or whatever that I think that's bullshit. But they 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 will then say things like, um, you know, maybe here where are we can either say we can we can phrase this in two ways. One, that art is um, the output of a bunch of human experiences. That's probably the fancy way to put it. 
or you can put it the very pessimistic way that I put it, or we have been putting it, is that art is the derivation of a bunch of other art. I think those are kind of synonymous with with, with one another. And the and the reason why, like I'm curious and, and why I want to know what isn't art is is goes back to again just because our field um, and what and what we kind of do is that you 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 I you know I sit there and I we we had this discussion before we we can go back and listen to other podcasts so it's like you look at um, science and science is science science is an art you look at math math is math math is an art you look at um, uh, uh, the 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 carpenters carpentry is carpentry not art and by carpentry I mean like not like building a nice piece of furniture I mean like constructing something for a building because that's your job um, you 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 have all these things that for some reason we've arbitrarily defined as not art yet I think that literally almost any job I could think of is an art form in some capacity so why is, so is everything just art and we've just arbitrarily didn't know what to call English class. We didn't know what to call creative writing. We didn't know what to call that. So we're like, that's art because you, I, I, because it's like, and some people might be like, oh, well you have fine arts. Well, fine arts make sense because you have a set of parameters. You have that. It's a skill. I think it's a technically skill based visual medium as I, th- I think that's what fine arts are. It's like drawing and painting. I don't think it's, yeah, I, I don't, music is being included in it recently in, in a lot of art schools in fine arts or in, in, uh, I, maybe not. Cause I was wondering like, I'm it, pretty sure you can get a fine arts degree in music. Like I was wondering like, does, does, cause then you get the weird thing is like a CGI and like film stuff is that fine yeah. art, but like either yeah. way you, you, you have, you, you do have, it might be evolving around the, the borders as new technologies happen, but you have yeah. fine arts and it has this specific thing, but you know, then then I go look at like the art department. I'm like, what is in this? It just seems like the catch-all. Like if it's not anything else, it's art. I th- I think there's an a, there might be a useful analogy here to evolutionary biology, where um, hit me. Yeah, um, I I, th- I think maybe the 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 more interesting more interesting question is how is it art, right? Because like for instance, in evolutionary biology, you have Okay, everything is evolved. All, like everything that happens now, there's evolution. Evolution got it here. That's a given. And so the question isn't you know, you're not always trying to prove that everything is evolved. You know, the your your the more interesting question is um, how 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 did this adapt adaptation arise? And I I think that's that might be a, a more that might be a useful way to to look at art as well. It's like, but I, I'm I'm sneaking I'm sneaking the the sin here where like yes everything's art I'm taking that as a given, in the same way that all species are um, adapted um, to be here. Like, yeah, the more interesting thing is how how is it art? Like like I I thought you were if I just kind of spin off your idea, sure. I, when when you were talking about evolutionary biology, I didn't really I, I was thinking it actually gave me another idea where. Is it just art based on not say evolutionary biology, but maybe and uh, maybe anthropology is a better uh, uh, description whereby everything that is art has been historically around for, I think, several thousand centuries. Um, 
So like, think about what's an art, some sort of painting that's existed for over 2000 years, some sort of writing that's existed for over 2000 years. Everything that is classically defined as art is just historically existed for a long time. The things that we randomly start calling not art are things that are based off modern, more modern technologies that just didn't exist 2000 years ago. So like engineering is engineering because we couldn't build oh, okay. 35,000 uh, feet high skyscrapers. Science Wait. is not art because we couldn't really the, do science. The architecture in classical like times was like renowned. Like there's the great wall of China that's been around for thousands of years. Like that's, those are the most magnificent expressions of human ingenuity and art I, I would say I, and for 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 the building for the building thing like you, you are right it's like yeah we have you know the great wall we have the pyramids but i think that and, and and you know we have we have huts and like mud like the clay mud hut type thing that we used to do um but i think it what i i think there there's this fun thing where um one, those are the, there's the reason why they're like the seven wonders of the world. Firstly, it's because those are insane marvels for so their many of them. There's even like there's thousand year old rocks that they've carved them and they've done this with just like a hammer and chisel. They like this is before iron tools even. So they like had a fucking sharp yeah. rock and another rock that they were hitting this rock with. And like the designs that they get in it are absolutely artistic, absolutely amazing. And these are their building structures these well, are things that they would build their houses with and stuff like it doesn't even have to be huge mega structures it can just be individual pieces of an ancient house and these things are nicer than shit that we build today so i i i, th I think the i think the if, if we kind of go with, with my thinking here is that i the the, the difference with those kind of old school civilization type buildings is yes, they were, they were marvels built off of um, quite earthly things for lack of a better way to put that rocks, um, clay, um, sand packing. I, I don't really know. Um, ancient. It's not your medium. It's not my medium, but the, <laughs> The, nice. when, when, you when you when you go to kind of these you know engineering which is essentially modern buildings you start getting um things that require a manu a, a systematic manufacturing process and, and again you had the systematic manu manufacturing process 2000 years ago which is with different tools but like now it's like the fact that you need rebar and cement and whatever else they use in buildings um because you're now using things that don't but rebar and cement is just rocks in a different form oh, I, I, I i know and is just glass and that's all that they make the I, skyscrapers out of and i swear to god those skyscrapers will not last half as long as like well, I'm, I'm say not... a fucking yurt <laughs> that they made in like a thousand AD I, Scandinavia. I'm not, okay, I don't I, know about that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, they fall down all the time. They're only designed to last like forty years, and then they intentionally just pop them down. They're like 
yeah they want to always build bigger right the the that's not to say that like i'm not saying that you know modern buildings are better than they once were i'm just saying that because we're using a cis society seems to have done this thing where because we're no longer using an ancient system or, or ancient wisdom to create something that has existed in an ancient um civilization we just arbitrarily like that's engineering it's not art it's not ancient wisdom it's modern brain power and technology i mean engineers think it's art do they like, though? Uh, do they? I guarantee you, if you're oh, designing, yeah. like, you're, you're, like, you're an architect. You're yeah, like, I want to build yeah. a spiralized glass building, and then the fucking engineer's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> I, I think that art is, and this is going to sound super cliche, but art's within the eye of the beholder, and anything that you essentially want to call art could be classified as art, so long as, like like you can see the beauty in everything like there's there is there does exist the landfill dump truck or whatever uh the the bulldozer operator and he takes his job super seriously and he mounds that trash like an art form like i guarantee you there's that guy out there and he exists he takes his 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 medium which is trash heaps so seriously that he turns that into art and so I I think that like although it's kind of a cliche like run away from the question I guess but I I think everything has to be considered art because on some level I guarantee you there's some person who would consider it art who would place value in mostly like whatever it is like I don't see the value in a train going by but have you ever watched uh youtube videos of like trains yeah like, I, the I, people that like i watch people get, stick their heads out of train windows and then almost get decapitated not not the ones I was talking about, <laughs> but, like, there's, there's these guys and they'll literally just videotape a train driving by and they get so fucking amped up and just that train <laughs> driving by like they're like screaming they're like ah! they're like screaming out like the, the the numbers of it it's like that's a benson 5800 boys and they're Heck getting yeah. amped up and to <laughs> them that train driving by and tooting its horn is fucking like art it's oh, like, man. Yeah, wow, that is something to behold right does that does that be, is that because and that's just the act of a human being driving a fucking train even like nascar on some level driving <laughs> is an art form right all of these things you can consider them to be an art form so long as there's a certain like people are willing to place value on it and people are doing it right i is i is would it... even beg the question or that 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 like monkeys are capable of making art so long as people value what they make so is that is do you, do you shout think, out infinite monkeys oh yeah there's an infinite number of them do you think that that like the the, the people like the people's um you know uh interest or value of art that you were saying is because it speaks to some sort of um visceral internal human um quality 
Like, cause, 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 cause humans get hyped up of like, like big, deep sounds and we get hyped yeah, up of a bunch of people chanting. I'm, and... I'm really curious about what this is. This is, I think the, the root of all the question is what is it that people like, what is it about certain things that get them so amped up? Is it like something that your ancestors experienced years ago and like somehow they've like imprinted that on your DNA because some of these things like why does someone just like something so spontaneously and so much right is there childhood experiences that that like enthrall them to this thing and tie them to it I like I have no idea but to me I think that's a really interesting question it's really nice that we do it what yeah. what what's a nice que- or a nice uh, yeah that we're drawn to aesthetics that's really cool yeah the, the thing the thing that i've been struggling with is along this vein is that you know what like what is it is is it you know as you said or something printed in our dna or a childhood experience or because or is it something that literally you will never be able to explain and th- as a as a as a scientist and as a mathematician when we talk about infinite expanses of time you we 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 always want to kind of say yes we will be able to perfectly understand everything whereas and and it's and it's to the point where it's almost impossible for a human to admit that there are things that would be li- literally impossible for us to understand. And so, well, we we can't know. But like, but like again, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible that we might not be able to figure it out. But it's but 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 it's it, it's it's just interesting for me to think about where you know a lot of the times for these, if you talked to me about a year ago. I would be like, yes, we will at some point understand. And then I sit there and I think about human, human, you know, visceral thinking. I'm just like, but what if we never do? That in my itself is of its cool because humans can, humans, and I think, again, I think this is why a lot of, uh, a lot of people have evolved these folk tales over history is that humans cannot deal with something that is not rational and they cannot deal with something that is chaos or impossibility or randomness and it's fun to think about at least for me where human um, human um certain human emotions are while they have underlying certain characteristics together can be a complete random high entropy chaotic feeling that is undefinable at any point in time. We just do it for the sake of, that's how I feel. Yeah, at some level, like I think there needs to be the acknowledgement that human beings are also just animals. And animals are just like, we don't really know what's going on with them yet. Like why does, I don't know, a bear go and do whatever bears do so like there's there's all this interplay behind it like there's the hormones and there's the neurological signals and you know how your brain develops who knows like there's a there's a million different 
variables going into why a bear or a human behave the way that they do. And so I think like on some level, we are just animals and we just have instincts that we need to just like kind of do. And yeah, I don't really think that there's much of a explanation for it. It's just like a, maybe a, a mechanism designed for like survival or something. And it somehow got translated into, I really like classical rock. So I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe because classical rock uh, helped you, I don't know, develop more of a sense of belonging, which is uh, like, and, and community, which is important because people are social beings and herd animals or whatever. Like, I think at, at some level, there must be some biological, like instinctive explanation, similar to like, why does a bear go dig up a fucking big rock to find bugs under it. Like, I don't know. You know? You guys know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. But I have a... Uh, adding on to the, your kind of point with a question, because I like doing this. If we could... If, 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 if feeling, you know, this intrinsic value of something, um, if we could figure out what gives us that intrinsic value do you should uh, there's two kind of questions here should we as a human race know that answer or two would you want to know that answer i think it'd be helpful to know it yeah i mean in the same way like it's it's helpful to know how the digestive system works and how but nutrition works is is it though like if if you could know exact like i think part of you know when this train goes by and someone gets so hyped and you're just like i don't get why you're so hyped man but i'm hyped for you like i get this feeling in my in in my gut or i'm just like it, it's someone's excitement gets me going and i just want to be like fuck yeah man let's go and talk about trains because fuck yeah trains like i'm going on a bullet train in three weeks let's goddamn go man and and like if i knew the exact reason why this guy was getting so hyped would i get hyped now i i think i think the fact that i don't really know why i'm getting hyped is what makes the hype so good like or or, yeah. or or alternatively like if if we if we did know what could get us hyped would it then just be would it then just become cocaine we're so good at becoming I mean, or, or or like literally or or in, a, or in a better thing would it you know i'm gonna make this a bit like nsfw right now but like when you're 13 and you start learning that you can masturbate like you're like okay yeah this is fucking great i feel i feel great and then you're like you know five years later you're 18 you're 19 you're 20 you're like it was better when i was 13 because i've done this now like 700 times if you could get that feeling of yeah. like fuck yeah trains all the goddamn time <laughs> you would you would you'd be like Oh, there's another fucking train. Like I could just sit here and stare at trains and I feel this and I want another high. I want like interstellar trains that are going through dimensions. Yeah. Like, is Isn't it, that a good thing? Is it though? I mean, cause, cause you're always going to be certain. Once you know why you have that, you either a go into a point where I think you would always want to find a bigger high because you know how to trigger it all the time. You know how to trigger that feeling and you'll, you'll just 
you yeah. know, that, that mechanism, that feedback mechanism will just get weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. But then, but then we get into the like virtue vice space, you know, where like it, it, you can, you can feed it constructively or destructively. Like, um, well, it's going back to the NSW, NSFW, whatever that is. That right? Not safe. Work. Yeah, yeah. Example. Like, it's very clear how you can feed that in a destructive way. But you can also feed it in a in a constructive way by like forming a relationship and you know whatever and doing all those nice things around that. And but are you um, but are you saying then it's like oh now that I know how to do this I then have I then have to um, regulate. Uh, you know, I can only masturbate once every 14 days. I got to do it. I got to just be the the 13 year old who has the self discipline to only do it every two two weeks. I I think that's asking well, a lot of people that that like people don't. If well, if, you, if, if, if if someone if someone found a million dollars on the sidewalk, they're going to grab the million dollars. I don't care who you are, like. You you can't be like oh I have Whoa, to I have to wait I have to wait fourteen <laughs> days to to because I don't deserve that money right now like no you want that money you want that high right now you humans are creatures of wanting the high it, but I, I I think it's difficult to conflate the the high of like you know jacking off or doing cocaine with like the high of a train going by is it though to to one person yeah but because to to the guy watching the train going by he understands maybe the mechanics the beauty the elegance of it why is it important like they might understand the bigger picture they might have like a connection to it that makes it special and, and cocaine or jacking piece. off. Yeah, yeah, and cocaine or jacking off is just like ah, dopamine, 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 exactly. dopamine. Like it's just like yeah, you could do that. You like obviously we could all just, but I think when you distill it, I think a passion for trains or or seeing the beauty in a trash heap or or whatever like that. I don't think that it's just so, um, like dopamine dopamine i think that there's yeah. See, more of an interplay like it's it's not like an instincts like like to just get that rush get that flush all the time it might be like a a, a different more subtle kind of high that you're getting from it it's not just like dopamine dopamine it's disciplined <laughs> right like like maybe maybe there's this guy and he's like 13 and he's just making trash heaps <laughs> And he's just stacking trash. And, and you know, it, there's trash all over his room, all over his parents' house. And it's just, like, really destructive, you know. And his diseases, it's really bad. And so then, you know, one day he's, like, he's 16. He's been doing this for three years. And he's like, okay, you know, I, there must be a better way to do this. And then he f finds the career of working uh, for the dump. And I'm like, oh, wow, I can get paid to do this. Oh, man, I can learn about all the sorting techniques and all the efficient ways of stacking trash and then oh i can like feed my family doing this oh wow this is you know it's a very constructive thing but he's still so he's like constrained and channeled this this uh dopamine uh uh feeding uh tem temptation for him in, in a very constructive way it's, it's the same thing that musicians do the same thing that train lovers do and architects so these different the, levels of construction but without a doubt i do i do want to contend that without a doubt literally everything can become 
like destructive. Like you could have the musician who spends 20 hours a day just doing music. You could have the guy who just OCDs about trash and is like one of those hoarders and has piles of right. uh, these are my organized banana peels and stuff like that. Like crazy people, right? Like you, you definitely do have those far, far left, far right levels, variables of the axes. But like, I think for the most part, yeah, like that's, that's not happening that, that often. So, uh, maybe it is. Maybe I'm just. So my, 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 my one kind of <laughs> caution is what I, firstly, what I find interesting is that when we're talking about masturbation or whatever the other topic, I only remember the masturbation guys. Um, <laughs> when we're talking about masturbation and we were, Gunner said something that I think is very important. He said, oh, you know, you're masturbating. You get dopamine, 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 dopamine. Notice, <laughs> like this. No, notice, notice how you could put a physical neurotransmitter or hormone that to the response that you receive, whereas the intrinsic thing of the other things we could not do. If we knew that knowledge... Would we then just say, um, oh, you know, someone's looking at someone's looking at their train and they're just going fluvialons, 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 because that's just they, they know how to generate fluvialons. Yeah. OK. So like what is it specifically like there must be a neurotransmitter or I, something? I, I have no idea, but I'm just triggering. A, I'm just I mean, saying don't we, don't you we already have this like. Not, like, if, no, because if you train, can't. If the train lovers like, hey, trains, they're like, I like trains. They're, they're, you just replace I like trains with I like fluvial. Okay, it, but, it, but we don't thing. have to. It's still dopamine. We don't have to introduce sure. fluvions. Still but, dopamine. But but, there, but there's something there's something else to it. Reaction. Yeah, there's there's something there, else to it that we haven't yeah, been able to define yeah. yet. And I'm just want, I'm like, if if you could, if we could find that other X factor, would we then just become so dismissive of it, like we're fucking masturbating and we're just saying dopamine 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 because right now like the difference is with again with the masturbation we because it's such a intrinsic thing that a lot of most humans enjoy um or uh, we can kind of be like okay yes we know how to get that feeling or that response and we're now kind of dismissive of it Whereas this other but, thing, but this there's is, not, we, we can't quite get there. We can get very close, but we can't quite get there. But we're not dismissive of like what that uh, desire can lead to constructively. I mean, some well, people, I guess, are like, well, you can get really objectifying about like relationships. Well, the, like the, 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 the other thing is, you know, and, and is we, you and all all these all these things when you have a feeling that can get you feeling really good can be constructive or destructive depending on whether you're have an addictive um intrinsic desire to do that or whether it's not as and addictive and you have, or you have some sort of discipline um and and depending on the task some people might have discipline some people might not have discipline um and I, I do think that that's an individual characteristic, but how many people have that discipline is something I'm concerned with. Um, and then, and then 
and then just kind of the the last the last point is the where I also have caution is again depending on where it is. So you have the trash heap lover, you have the train lover. Um, yes, they can be constructive. They could go have a job that they could enjoy, um, that could feed their family and, and and stuff like that. But where I don't really know how to define this, um, but just based off of certain people's responses that you hear, and again, I don't know how widespread this is, that there is an issue like that constructive feeling of, oh, I like doing this can very, very quickly become destructive over time. Because there's a lot of people who originally are like, yes, I want to be a great musician. Yes, I want to be a great filmmaker. Yes, I want to do this. And I wouldn't say, again, all the time, but you, you, you definitely people do get desensitized to that. And so speaking from just like a personal experience, um, yeah, like I really like doing, um, film stuff and I, and I, and I did that for five, six years and it was super cool. And, and I had a lot of good experience in that, but after three years, I found zero enjoyment from it. Like I, like I enjoyed it, but it was, so repetitive that it was like this this isn't the same it's now it's now evolved from something i enjoy doing to now just yeah this is my job so so there's just there's one like i agree like everything can eventually become negative right the the train lover is is more of a person who like consumes art and like you know i'm not against anybody you know jacking off you know uh it's it's great I mean, it's a sin and um, go to hell, but well no i i literally <laughs> i think that it is it is one of those things that prevents people from doing like molestation and stuff like that oh. because it does it gives people like a release you know you get to go jack off then you don't have to you know be all pent up and and tense anymore um yeah, it's, you know, pastors it's minimally destructive. Priests, they could be doing something more destructive. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And same with like loving a train. Like for for that question, yes, that that is a question of what's triggering this dopamine release. One thing is the enjoyment of say a train going by. The other thing is the uh, act of jacking off your dick or taking cocaine. Like there, there's, you know, uh, all the same art. Time. but no, but, but this is the, it is a, a, a big point because there is art in making cocaine. There is art in probably masturbation. I'm sure of it. I'm sure that there's, you can find it on the internet, <laughs> uh, artistic <laughs> masturbation. I have no idea. I, I, like, do you not have an problem. idea gutter? Do you not have I, an I idea? Guarantee it. I guarantee this exists. I know for, I don't a know fact. what's going so, on. Show me your search history. <laughs> But this is the important thing. When we're talking about the the train lover, we're talking about what triggers the enjoyment of art. What what triggers that that visceral feeling that kind of goes above just you know jerking off. 
or doing something, you know, if you're someone who does cocaine and you really appreciate, you know, oh, this is like 100% pure mm-hmm. Colombian cocaine. This is <laughs> Scarface level, man. Like, fuck with me. Low Cartel wishes they had it. Um, like, that that's a different kind of uh, uh, realm to be in, right? Whereas um, the Trash Heap Lover, that is an example of an of an artist right they're they're taking their their time and applying their skills to do something that is appreciable to other people right other people can then come and get that dopamine response because someone's created this trash heap you know someone else who really appreciates trash heaps they get that oh yeah i love this trash heap they get their dopamine response have right? a conference so those are kind of <laughs> like it's 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 don't don't conflate the two because the person who's making the trash heap is very different. They're more akin to an artist. Mm. The person who's enjoying a train, they're more akin to a masturbator. Sorry, train lover. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, so, but what about the I think that's an important distinction to make. The the connoisseur, I think that's someone who <laughs> isn't is uh, an, an enjoyer of the okay, art, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah because there's 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 different aspects to it like on one hand we're trying to ask the question what exactly gives art its value art has value when someone gets that masturbation response to it when someone gets that mm, i love that mm, yeah like mm, you know mm, they get yeah. that mm, yeah that's a nice tomato soup can <laughs> whoever made that tomato soup can <laughs> oh i should know it Campbell's? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, the uh, the guy, he painted a tomato soup can. Campbell's? I don't fucking Campbell's. know. Campbell's. It was like Picasso or some shit, one of those postmodern artists. Or modern? modern Picasso? I don't know. Postmodern? I don't think Who so. was the guy who did the fucking tomato soup can? You guys not know that? I'm going no, with I, Campbell's. Anyway. There's a, okay, there's an artist who made a tomato soup can. He just painted it and people love it. But this is the thing. Just because he painted it, people love it. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It gives it value. It's just a tomato soup can that he mm-hmm. painted, but it's something about people's response to it gave it value. And I think that's that's really interesting. Um, yeah. But that was an important distinction I thought I should make. I don't know the point I was making. I, I have one kind of important distinction. Yeah. And and it, it's, it's funny because we're using, again, Trash heaps, masturbation, trains. <laughs> oh. Sorry, these are examples, folks. We, we cemented them in long ago. But the, but the, but the, it's the, not even our experience. Like our experience is like <laughs> masturbation, <music>. trains. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but the, the 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 thing that I find interesting is that. Uh, oh, and drugs. We have drugs and we have cocaine in there. I forgot about the cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Co- cocaine connoisseurism is is that you you have these things that have varying degrees of um, acceptability and non acceptability, and what I what I just want to what what I find interesting is when I lump these together is that I realize that right and, and let's maybe switch cocaine with something that is less taboo like weed or something and it seems like all these things the the take the, the takeaway is definitely moderation 
Because if you do too much of it, it usually is destructive to some capacity. But if you also, well, but if you also refuse to do it or you're too disciplined in it, that's also destructive. Like the, and, and I, and, and the only reason I kind of am thinking along these lines is that people's, people's ability to straight up just tell someone that you should not do the thing you should enjoy. You should not masturbate. You should not do cocaine. <laughs> you should not like trains. You should not like your trash heaps because that's weird or that's sinful or that's disgusting. The is just so wrong on so many capacities. And I feel like the people who just again, specifically masturbation, because I think everyone, every human more or less under the right circumstance has to enjoy that. Again, there's some people who just straight up, you know, they feel pain or whatever. So that's different. But what about those people who are constantly having orgasms because they yeah, have like so, 16 orgasms so, at their mother's funeral? That can't feel nice. So, 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 so they're, 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 I mean, that's just, that's just an emotional, uh, 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 that's awful. Oxymoron. <laughs> um, so you're like, you feel so uncomfortable. I think it's more of an uncomfortable thing than it's like, I enjoy this, just, but oh God, not right now. They're just sitting at the back, just, oh. oh. I'm trying to feel sorrow for my grandpappy, but I feel just happy. Um, but like, yeah, there, there, there's there's obviously disorders, but. Ruins their lives, man. Un, under, under, <laughs> under like either A, normal human circumstances, normal. Most humans enjoy that experience and to tell anyone that they shouldn't enjoy that experience is wrong and it will <laughs> likely just lead you to a, 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 it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll give you problems. I mean, yeah. we're talking about cultural norms and values. Like, like we value giving we value letting people be free to do it to do what they want because we want a society where people can have self-determination yeah that's and, like it's it's like uh masturbation is like the purge man it's like uh what <laughs> how is it killing everyone in a single night <laughs> well like it's one of those really specific things that like given a context it can it can do good like you know how in the purge they didn't have any poverty or crime. Uh, I feel like that's similar with uh, masturbation on some level. Well, yeah, it's like, like it, 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 as I said, like, it, like it, but it, these are this is like really context dependent. Yeah, yeah, stuff though. Like before America introduced the purge in twenty twenty one, I believe it was. <laughs> oh God, that's like two years that. from now. <laughs> Yeah, and the way things are going, I think it could happen. So, um, but the 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 point I'm trying to make is like, yeah, like masturbation. Yeah, that's that's everyone should probably be doing that because there is some level of like cathartic release. There is some level of good to it. Um, and if you're not, really question why you're not. Yeah, it 
yeah, maybe you need to get in touch with uh, certain aspects of sexuality. I, but that's I, not for me to judge. Maybe you, I don't know about maybe that. you're good with it. I, I don't. I well, don't. Like, I don't judge. Have, back there. I, I, no, you I don't could like have a perfect good I will, sexual uh, health, right? Like I will, you could just be banging all the I, time, and then you're fine there. But people do oh, need some form of not letting me sexual talk. release. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're moving on. <laughs> I just want to get past. <laughs> We're jacking off today, folks. That's the name of the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, like certain context is important. But like other ones, like I don't, I don't yeah. think anyone, like not everyone, needs to go out and enjoy trains. Not everyone needs to go out and enjoy. I don't know. I feel, uh, I feel like they are equivalent. Trash and mean, stuff. Like, like it's a. Uh... Well, I don't think I don't think you have to be exerting that that desire, you know. <laughs> you know Enjoy I mean? your trains, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everything in um, moder everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's, but creativity wise, like go enjoy art because artists need you to. <laughs> we need your money. <laughs> That's the theme of the of the show. That's the theme. That's, that's everything in moderation except this podcast. Go listen yeah. to all of it. We got. Yeah, please binge watch now. this podcast. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and next week we will make everyone uncomfortable by talking about sexuality. <laughs> Excellent. That's just all we're going to talk about now. We're a sex podcast now. <laughs> Infinite monkeys. <laughs> Well, it's an infinite amount of podcasts, so we're bound to go down that road one day. It's next true. week, man. Next Friday. Nice. Who's hosting next week? Hot Gunner. He's a, he, he's very open about his sexuality and his fluidity. Yeah, fluid, totally. All right. So to wrap up, uh, creativity. Uh... It's more than masturbation. It's more than masturbation. Uh, brought up some interesting questions, you know. Uh, you know, there's, there's the aspect of spontaneity, and then there's the planned stuff, and then there's the improvised stuff, which we didn't, we sort of touched. And then, uh, and then, yeah, wrapping it up, wrapping up sounds. Uh, yeah, wrapping up sounds. Oh, I have something. I have, I have, I have a very ingenious thing because Gunner likes messing with us, and he has like eighty-five different social media handle names. So yeah, you have like I Gunner. I, I only have two. He has eighty-five. So like balloon into eighty-five <laughs> different dimensions, man. So the so I I I I have updated Gunner's website. So now we can just say. If you want to follow us on various social media platforms, go to TylerJWenzel.com, go to GunnerLeitner.com, or go to TeoGady.com. Blam. Wow, nice. that was efficient. Super. All right. Yeah, go do well, that, folks. It was any, a dope podcast. Yeah. Any, any, any more last remarks, words? Teo? Uh, <laughs> whether you're uh, a trash heap um, builder or a hoarder, or um, a train maker, train appreciator. Doesn't really matter. We 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 like all of you. So um, 
please, uh, you know, we'd, we'd like to hear from you from, uh, you know, from, from your, from your brains, from the spontaneous ideas realized to the typed messages that you may post on uh, Twitter. So, you know, our Twitter handles are our names. And so you can tweet us there also on Instagram and, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So I think that's everything. Episode cool. three, five, right? Six. Three, six, six squared. Okay, cool. Nice. See you guys. Bye. Cute outro music. Crunch, crunch, I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips. Potato chips, how my mouth does it, potato chips, oh, drip, drip, drip. Crunch, crunch, I don't want no lunch, all I want is potato chips.